But for the, the other aspects of it, there's the one thing that needs to be addressed clearly. Kevin Durant was out. And for whatever we want to say about Ben Simmons, and, and I, I've, I've wondered if he's quit, and, and, and I certainly don't trust him, and all those things remain true, but his size is important for specific matchups. That's what makes him such an enigma for them the rest of the season is if, if you're going against Boston and you're going against Milwaukee, his size could come in handy because from a matchup standpoint, when you remove Kevin Durant and when you remove Ben Simmons and when you remove to a lesser extent T.J. Warren, the Nets are very, very small. You know, you got Seth Curry out there uh, next to Kyrie Irving, which makes them tremendously small in the backcourt. You've got no wings. You've got guys coming off the bench in Cam Thomas in Pat and Patty Mills, who just continue to make them small against a team that has Jason Tatum on the wing, Jalen Brown on the wing, Grant Williams out there as a, as a wing slash forward, Derek White, a big guard at, at his size, so on and so forth. So it's just a really tough matchup. And then finally, all the Sean Marks stuff. I, I saw his name trending. You think Sean Marks is just sitting there twiddling his thumbs? The trade deadline was not last night, right? And, and, and I don't think the, the Nets are going to make some huge, splashy move. But like we've been saying, I, I do believe Sean Marks needs to make a move on the margins to get this team a little bit bigger. And that doesn't necessarily mean a big. You know, Josh Hart would, would fill that description for me because he'd be a bigger guard, a guy who can go get rebounds, loose balls, stop those uh, second possessions, third possessions. But obviously that's something the Nets have to look forward to is improving the roster a little bit in this next week. Right. And a Nets team with Kevin Durant has the expectation, and, and we have decided, we've gone all in on this season, we have the expectation that we are going to go and compete for a championship. But we can't really rely on any help. At this point, the East runs through Boston. And as much as that pains me in my heart to say, as much as I would rather it not be the case, just like the Nets run New York, Boston at this point runs the entirety of the Eastern Conference of the NBA. And so we can't rely on anybody to beat them before we eventually assuming everything goes well for us in the other games before we eventually go on to play the Celtics. And so it's a problem that we need to solve. And there's a lot that not from this game, but from the reactions to it that I liked, I liked Jacques Vaughn taking personal responsibility. I liked him going, and I don't know if you guys saw this in his presser. He said he talked to the team and he apologized uh, for putting them out there when he didn't think that he prepared them enough. I love that level of personal responsibility. I I think it shows that we, uh, what we already know is that we have a great coach Uh, I like that. But what I don't like is the fact that not only do we lose against the Celtics, we look helpless against the Celtics. And granted, we haven't played our last two with Kevin Durant, with the Nets clicking the way they're supposed to be with him. But at the end of the day, we're in a situation where the Nets aren't even competitive with them. Does Kevin Durant add another 43 points to, to make the Nets, you know, tie this game, bring it to overtime? Does he add enough defense to make that margin even smaller? Maybe. And, and I give him credit as being one of, if not the best player in the league. But what I what I, I don't necessarily love from this game, and Robin, I might have to disagree with you a little bit uh, on one of the things you said. There's a lot of takes that Ben Simmons could have been the answer, that Ben Simmons stops Boston from scoring, you know, outscoring the Nets by 40-some points in the for- first quarter. It doesn't let them score those 43 points. And... I grant to you that that might be the case because it was the first quarter. And it, you, I think we've reached a point with Ben Simmons where you have to ask, is he the hammer that Homer Simpson is trying to hit the nail in? Maybe he'll get the nail, 
but if Ben Simmons is going to hit Homer's hand too many times, you know, what, what benefit does he bring compared to his cost? And I think it's, it's an interesting conundrum that the Nets are in because in all likelihood, he's not going anywhere. And we know that the Nets are probably going to be making moves on the margins, but how much can you trust Ben Simmons or how much does that trust not matter if you're in a position where you just need him so much and his size and what he can bring defensively when he's on the floor. And that's a question that I pose to either of you guys, because I don't know where the balance lies between those two. Yeah. I'm not saying Ben Simmons is the solution. So I don't think we disagree that much. I'm saying what happened almost heightens the problem with Ben Simmons because they're not going to trade him. I would be stunned if they do simply because I don't know how you trade. Yeah. You can't trade him. So, but theoretically the theoretical version of Ben Simmons and his size is needed. Something like that is needed in specific matchups against Milwaukee and Boston because of the way their rosters are constructed versus the way the Nets rosters are constructed. So if you could get Ben Simmons at the best version of himself, yeah, that makes a huge difference. I don't trust Ben Simmons to be that best version of himself, and therein lies the problem. But even at a lesser version of himself, I still think specifically in those matchups, it doesn't hurt to have him on the floor at various points in the game because he's then guarding Jason Tatum instead of Seth Curry, for instance, in a net switch heavy scheme. Yo, I hate that we're really talking about Ben Simmons. Like, I hate that he's even on this team. Like, Nets fans have had to go through so much nonsense in our lives, and we just keep inheriting more. Like, Ben Simmons shouldn't be, why, like, let me try and slow down here. Whether Ben Simmons played last night or not, the Nets are getting cooked. I saw someone say, oh, the the Celtics wouldn't have scored 46. Okay, they probably still would have put up 36-38. Ben Simmons quit. And I don't care what anybody says. He got hit in the eyelash, and then he came down with knee soreness, and he missed the last couple games. Does anyone remember we beat the Lakers? We're not even going to talk about that. The Nets beat the Lakers 121-104. That doesn't even matter. We get it. LeBron didn't play, AD didn't play, and Knicks fans lose to the Lakers when they did play, and they put a banner up saying, well, at least LeBron played here. Knicks Knicks fans (laughs) trying to turn that into a win for them is one of the most depressing things I've seen in all of sports. And again, I mean, we were all Nets fans when they were, you know, winning 12 games of the season. I think that might be one of the most depressing things I've ever seen. Misery loves company. So we inherit a lot of nonsense, but the the Boo York Icks are, are forever bums. Going back to the game last night, Robin said it. I was just looking for compete level. I wasn't expecting them to go in to TD Garden and beat the best team in the league with the best record. The, the reigning Eastern Conference champs who have our number know exactly how to play against us. Their fans stepping on Kyrie's jersey. Like, not even their fans. They're, they're, they're fans' kids. These are, these are little kids out there wearing Kyrie's shoes, stepping on his jersey. And every time he gets the ball, they boo him, corny. Every time he misses a shot, they celebrate. It's been four years. We still have to deal with that. I hate Boston. I'm a Yankees fan. I don't even go there. I literally don't go to Fenway. I don't go to TD Garden. I I don't like anything about what they do shipping up to Boston. And we've been owned by the Boston Celtics. And if any Nets fan thinks that the Nets are winning anything, they're our nemesis. They're our arch rival. And they doomed us back in 2013, and we're still dealing with them 10 years later in a way where it's just ridiculous to me that, like, you know, 
we have to talk about Ben Simmons. I'm done with Ben Simmons. They took him on. They were the only ones dumb enough to take him on. They defaulted into that with James Harden quitting on the team. Now they've got another player that they traded for quitting on the team. The Nets are getting the worst of, like, the NBA drama. They're getting the, like, divas. They're getting, like, like they're just always in the mix of the nonsense. Don't don't leave Kyrie out of this mess. And I know they've chilled on KD, but when KD first came here, leaving Golden State, you guys already know you watch the NBA. I hate that, like, we can't just have a peaceful season. And I know there's no such thing as a peaceful season. There's always up and downs. But it's like, man, there's always some new bullshit to deal with on top of the losing. As soon as we do feel good about something, right, we felt good about the loss in Philadelphia. The loss in Philadelphia, the compete level was there. They almost stole that game against one of the beasts of the East without KD. But then when they go to Boston, they get absolutely smacked from the start of the game. And, like, I don't even want to break down the game. I don't even want to go to some of the numbers. When you look at the box score, it is alarming. And that was on national TV. Their fans break out in the Kyrie sucks chance. And it just makes us look down bad. And we're not that down bad. Did anybody look at Kyrie's IG story today, by the way? I, I got like a little bit of anxiety. I saw how many little white dashes were at the top. My no. man was my man was on a manic spree. I don't even a, want to. I, I went through there. I saw Jason Whitlock's face. I was like, ah, you know, <laughs> I had to go through pretty quick. But uh, luckily, there was nothing that was was like immediately, uh, uh, you know, the, the worst thing I've ever seen. But it, it was one of those things. They had this loss to the Celtics last night. And I was like, no, 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 no. Don't let me see the, the next thing on Kyrie's story. To your point. Uh, as far as, as the Nets roster, look, I, I, Kevin Durant's going to come back. Kyrie Irving is, is still clutch. Nick Claxton had a really bad game last night against the Celtics. We, we've praised them all season. The, the Nets don't stand a chance in, in a game like that when, when Claxton is going to be miserable relative to the standard he's played to this season. He just didn't have, just like the rest of the team, didn't have the energy that he's played with for the majority of the season, and that hurt them. But either way, those three guys... I feel good about. I told you I feel pretty good about Royce as a rotation player. Um, ben Simmons, I don't think there's an answer uh, there. So to me, the obvious places to upgrade, who are the next most important players on the team? Joe Harris and Seth Curry. And those are the two places I think, not necessarily you're upgrading the exact archetype of them, you're not like a shooter per se, but those spots in the rotation, Joe Harris just isn't consistent enough, doesn't impact the game in other ways besides the shooting uh, isn't a, a great defender and he's been shooting the ball a little bit better. So that's good. And then Seth Curry can create for himself a little bit, can shoot obviously, but is so undersized defensively uh, that I, I don't know how much you actually want to rely on him. So those are the two spots in addition to maybe a backup big or another big that I'd be looking to upgrade when you're talking about the group that's taking the floor and, and how much you're depending on individual players. I'd like to be depending on those two guys a little bit less.